Hello there, my friends, and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I am delighted that you are here to join me on another episode where we talk all about the stories you live by and the stories you are writing. I am your writing coach, Coach Debbie, and I am based here in Seattle, Washington. Lately, I've been getting around kind of kind of a lot. I've been to Miami and Santa Barbara and Los Angeles and Hawaii. And I've expanded my business in that I will come to you on this side of the pandemic. We've kind of gone back to a model I had long before the pandemic. I will come to you and offer you a VIP or maybe you'll be a part of one of my group retreats in a, a lovely, usually warm destination city where we get to really, really focus on the stories you are writing or the new live story you're creating to live. For example, some of the people I was recently working with went to Miami and didn't have as much of an opportunity as I had hoped, but uh, an, an, a woman who has just entered her 80th year uh, wanted to sit down and collect the stories of her late husband and her sons that ran the business. So we got going on that. And what we discovered is that she wanted me to write the story. Now, I'm not a ghostwriter, so I couldn't do that for her. But I did get her up and going, thinking about really important stories of her life and how we might organize them together and and print them up and get them to the people in her family because that's something that matters to her. All the work I do, it matters to the person creating story. That is the number one reason to do it because it just feels good to you. It matters that you do this. Also went to the Los Angeles area where I worked with a writer who is doing the second edition of a beautiful cookbook. And our purpose together, I I would tell you that she didn't really need me helping her with her writing, little bit with her editing, but more than anything, just leaning into the energy of what it feels like to be an accomplished author. Sometimes people are so excited to get a project done that they haven't thought about how to hone in on the energy of all that is coming. For example, the book tour that is coming, all the people she's going to meet, and the identity and such for her business that is now very important. And finally, in uh, Hawaii, had the opportunity to work with a woman who really is very aligned with how to bring a human perspective to social justice in that there's no prosecutor. 
And I loved this idea. I had to ask her quite a bit to really inform me about her brand. But she's doing amazing work to break down the barriers that many of us have known as uh, racial barriers or class barriers. And like I said, she's completely against the idea that there is any prosecutor in the room, but that there is in every story an opportunity to be fully expressive. And this was all around creating stories for her podcast, where she wants to do one per week for the next year. So these are some of the fun VIP things I have been doing lately with people and their stories. I would love to come to your city and help you. All you need to do is go to coachdebbie.com, click on connect, and let me know what you're up to. And we just might be able to make something happen in the months ahead. It's coachdebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Just click on connect, send me a little note about what's going on, and we just might pick out a city to meet up in where I can offer you a up to a three-day VIP experience where we're really getting in touch with your story, what you want to do with it, and how you see it going out in the world and serving you as well as many, 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 many other people. I would love to do this work with you. And this brings us into the topic we're going to talk about today, and that is the secret destination of books. Mm, The secret destination of books. For any of you that are avid readers, you know the power of a good book. You know how wonderful your life is when you take a little time to just go into that corner of your world, take out a book, and lose yourself for an hour or two or even an afternoon to the wonderful writing of a good book. It It is really inspiring to have found authors that you can follow or to find genres that really speak to you from an array of authors. But have you, my dear, have you thought of what your book could do for others? Because just like the experience you have reading wonderful books, if you decided to be the writer, you would be offering that experience to others. Now you might want to go, oh, but Coach Debbie, I'm a brand new writer. Oh, Coach Debbie, I don't really have much of a following yet. Here's the important piece you might not be thinking about. And that is that you have a desire to create a story. And that's all you need to write a story. That's all you need is a desire. You don't have to have 5 million people following you around. You don't even have to have five people following you around. 
Although eventually it'll pay off if you do. But when you know in your heart, I have a story inside of me and I want to bring this to life on paper or I want to bring it to life in a podcast or maybe even in a public speech, now you're serving. Now you are really collecting followers along the way. And you are giving your book a place to land in the hands of all of these people waiting to hear what you have to say. And if you haven't been in a bookstore recently, I want to familiarize you to the fact that there are so many, so many, so many, so many topics that one could write about. But the only topic that really, really matters is that if you have a story burning inside of you, you write about that. You write about that because you know it has not only done you good, but it will do others good as well to learn about it. Now, I help people that are specifically wanting to get involved in spiritual writing or in memoir writing, or I I have a deep fondness for food and While I didn't originally advertise it, yeah, I work with plenty of people in the food industry. And if you are writing something that you want to reach others to promote your teaching, your training, your coaching, your your philanthropy, these are areas where I love and I feel skilled at helping people get their stories on paper. Memoirs are often these stories that have affected our own personal life. They come right out of our personal journey, and they can be on any topic at all because the processes involved in doing memoir are really similar, whether you are a Navy SEAL and you are documenting, you know, high-level adventure, or whether you are a grandmother who has spent the last several years embroidering things for your church, and you want to share the stories of the people you have met along the way and how your work has enriched your life or others. Your book can be active, Your book can be sentimental. Your book can be something to promote business. If you feel any connection with what I talk about, I would love to learn what you want to capture in your book so we might have the opportunity to work together. Now, I want you to think about this idea for a second that there is always a secret destination of books. What I mean by this is when you are reading a book, you might have no idea where it's going to take you. You may even be assigned something to read and think, I don't know that I want to read this. I remember when I was a college student and I was in my early 20s and I was assigned to read 
the letter from Birmingham jail that was authored by the late Martin Luther King Jr. And I remember thinking, this is long and this is going to be really technical. And if I say something in class that I should have understood better from this reading, I could get marked down. This was a important time in, in our history. I don't want to mess it up. I remember having these thoughts before I even started reading the letter from Birmingham jail. But this is what I found happened. As I got into the letter, I literally forgot that this letter from Martin Luther King Jr. was basically being written to a particular section of humanity to grow our heart in humanity. But what ended up happening is that he reached far beyond maybe his intended audience and found his way into the heart of so many people. That speech impacted so many people, including persons like me who read it after his death and after the movement. There was this sense inside of me that he was writing to me. And we we could use logic to say, no, he wasn't writing to me. But we could also use our heart to say, yes, he was. He was writing to all of us. And that's what I mean when I say there's a secret destination that books and speeches take us on. Because when we signed up to either be the writer of them or the reader of them, we didn't know where we might go. We didn't know how open we could be to the topic or how much we would learn or how much it would impact our lives or how much we would recommend that piece of writing later. So if we're doing this as readers, and it, it may even be like in my case, I was assigned to read the letter from Birmingham jail, but I have gone back willingly several times to look up parts of it that just had impact on me for the sole purpose of being inspired again, or for the purpose of having it be something that could help one of my students. When you are on a secret destination with a piece of writing, you have no idea how it will linger in your life, how it will inspire you to do new things. And why do I bring this up? Because I want you to also realize the same is true when you're the writer. When you are the one sharing something that is deep on your heart, that matters so much to you, and you know there's got to be at least one more person in the world that could be affected by this, watch out, because pretty soon you're going to have 100,000 new friends and maybe more. You have no idea how many people are waiting 
to hear your message. And I promise you, it's always more than you think. In the recent months, uh, my client Becky Gibbler and I took her book on grief. Now, that's not a topic a lot of people want to read about. And we took it to her neighborhood bookstore where they typically have 15 to 30 people show up for book readings. We had confirmed 96 guests for that reading. And like I said, we were thinking in the beginning, we wanted to fill the average of 15 to 30. Uh Uh-uh. You have no idea how many people are going to follow you when you write about the thing they're waiting for, they need help with, and they sign up to come and hear you talk about your book. This is how it works, my friends. So if you are doing some reading these days and getting inspired, or if you're thinking about doing some writing to be one who inspires, I have got quite a show here for you. I do need to take one quick break, but I am taking your calls today, and I'm always taking your letters. So this is a good time to send them in. Stay tuned. We're going to come right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back, my friends. I am Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you are here. We're talking about the secret destination of books. Secret in that when you are writing your words down, you have no idea where your book will go in the world. You have no idea where it will take you in the world. And it could be some of the most wonderful places you want to be. Now, if you get your thoughts aligned around it, I promise you, it will take you exactly where you want to go. Even if you can't recognize those wonderful destinations when they're initially offered to you, it will take you places you want to go. Now, I love that we've already got one person who wrote in. It's wonderful to me when you write in on the early part of the show. Uh, You can always write in in the second half, but don't wait till the last five minutes because it'll be really hard for me to get to your question. So Jackie says, I'm eager to learn about this topic You may know that I have ADHD professionally diagnosed. 
never been a great reader. You also know I have ideas for writing. How do these go together if they do at all? Okay, Jackie, thank you for writing in. Jackie is someone sort of new in my world. We've only known each other about 30 days or so now. And here's what I want to tell Jackie and others with a similar diagnosis. When when you re- receive a diagnosis such as ADHD or dyslexia or any of the many, many others, I want you to reframe this for your purposes. I want you to think about the fact that a professional has helped you understand that your brain has a way of working that you should attend to. And what I mean by this is we we tend to think of diagnoses as uh, dysfunction and disability, missing out, lacking. We tend to think of that. Now, you all know that I am legally blind. I've had 20% acuity for most of my life. Uh, I think I even had less at one period of time. And I do not see myself as disabled or handicapped or missing out. Now, I can feel real sorry for myself in situations where I want to drive like a a race car driver, and I'm not allowed to have a, a driver's license. I can do that. I can feel sorry for myself. But it serves me to realize the doctors did me a great service when I was very young in letting my folks know what my diagnosis was. Had it not been, we would not know how to attend to me and help me find all the freedoms that I enjoy now and that I wanted to enjoy. And if you have, like Jackie has pointed out, any sort of diagnosis, I want you to look at it as a way to attend instead of any way to play small or to feel inferior, because that's not what's going on. You're being given information. And Jackie, I want to add to any information they have told you. One is that if your brain has been identified as one with ADHD, you've probably been told that you get bored easily. I want to reframe that just a little bit for you. What I see it as is you're one who likely has a hard time keeping the words on the page rolling in at a steady pace through your eyes and to your your memory. So what I want to suggest to you is that you do things like read in short periods of time, like 15 minutes, and then you allow yourself to go do something else. What I want to discourage you from is being someone who skims. The person who skims is only getting a little bit of the message. What happens there is that person who only has a little bit of the message 
tends to feel when it comes to writing that they only have a little bit to say. It's funny how they play together. So with a brain that has been diagnosed as an ADHD brain, what we want to do is feed it a nice, hearty, thoughtful meal, in other words, a nice dose of reading, but in a shortened amount of time where you can take in something word for word and enjoy what you're learning about it. And then if the distraction kicks in or if the feeling of boredom kicks in, you can put it down for a minute. Go do something else. You're going to find if you let yourself do this, you only will need maybe a three, four, five minute break before you're ready to pick it up again and do something. Sometimes I'll get up and just go have a glass of water, maybe open a window so I have nice breeze coming in, and I go and I pick up the book again. And I do this because my brain, while it's not an ADHD brain, my brain is processing a lower level of vision. And there are times when dealing with certain fonts or serifs or whatever, I just need a break. I just need a break. And having it, it really enriches my experience when I come back and read more. I want to point out to all of the readers, and I hope that was helpful to you, Jackie, that if you can allow yourself to do this as a reader, you can allow whatever you want to unfold as a writer happen. And now that you and I are connected, we're going to be exploring that more and more. So thank you for your question. Uh, there's there's levels and types of experiences that readers have, and there's levels and types of experiences that writers have. There's some I want to discourage you against. There's some I want to encourage you toward. So we just started talking about the idea of skimming. The time that you want to skim is when you have already read something thoroughly and you're going back to find something in particular that you want to remember. That's about the only time to skim. If you do skimming when you are maybe assigned to read something word by word, you're only going to grab about 5 maybe 10%, maybe a tad more if you skim. Really, you're kind of cheating yourself of an experience. And you might start to think, if you're a regular skimmer, that that's all that any, any book, any piece of writing has to offer you are these baby little cliff notes of information. You might even be someone that just reads the bullet points, or you might be someone that skims along and you write down a couple of notes and then you tell people, yeah, I read that book. When, no, that's, that's actually not reading. That's not reading. That's skimming. And it serves you to skim after you've read the book. But this is, this is what reading is. Reading is when we read something line by line. And we are digesting what we're reading. In other words, 
If we're not, we put it down, give ourselves a break, and we go back and read it again to see if we can take it in better this time. Reading is something that you do line by line, and you might even have like a highlighter pen where you underline things that spoke to you that you want to be able to come back and skim and find easily. When you're reading, you might even partake in some of the exercises that many books these days have. You might even read and then have a conversation with a loved one about what you read. You would not believe how much effect this has. It implants layers and layers of the learning in your brain. It it makes new grooves in your brain of what you've taken in. It has the ability to influence you. So when you are reading as much as you can, read things that are very good for you. They're very interesting to you and inspiring to you. Also make sure that if there's the opportunity and the interest, join book groups that have this book as their focused reading. This, I can't even tell you the value of reading something line by line and then coming in to a group where everyone's reading the same book and people are interested and want to see the growth of this book or maybe even the movement that has been started by this book. You just can't imagine what this will do for your life. There was a time in my life where I just sort of wore this, it was this untrue hat that I'm not a good reader. It was during a time in my my early high school years There was a lot of commotion going on in my life. Personally, a lot of commotion. My eyes were going through changes. I was moving from school to school. It was not an easy time for me. So focusing was not easy either. Now, I underwent a couple of neurological tests. And one of the studies came back to say that I had just just a very troubling learning disability. Now, I didn't believe this because I had had many tests in the past and it was never detected then. Why would it be detected now? When I went back a few months later and things were far less chaotic, that test proved to be false. So we can have these diagnoses at times when the neurology of our brain is actually picking up more on the traumas than it is on our abilities as a lifelong learner. Sometimes they are capturing a moment in time. So in that moment in time, when I was in high school, And I had this diagnosis. I just thought, wow, something's kind of happened to me because I'm not doing well. I'm not reading quickly. I'm I'm not gathering information with the same ease or speed that I was once able to do as a younger person. And 
this led me to feeling badly, but it also led me to a desire to pick up the book and really give my homework more of a steady attention. And like I said, I went back for testing. I'm thinking now it was probably only like three months later and they did not find that same diagnosis. So when we are reading, sometimes one of the secret destinations we find ourselves on are these areas of diagnoses, these areas of others' input that should give us pause and should make us attend a little more to ways we can learn. But with a little more discovery, we'll figure out how we need to go about these things because they might be just a short part of our journey or a longer part of our journey. My advice to you is to stay open to the fact that you can learn so much about yourself if you accept the information you've given, attend to it, and see how that helps you along. For readers of any kind, I don't think you're ever going to have the full effect by just skimming, just looking over the bullet points of something, or just taking down a couple of notes and saying, ah, that was enough. I've read the book. I got through the first 50 pages. I don't need to bother with the next 250. Maybe that's telling you that you don't have a deep interest in it. And if that's so, and it's not a homework assignment, maybe you can put that book down unfinished. But if it really is something you desire to know about, Give it an honest effort. Read it line by line. Do some highlighting as you're going through it. Let yourself study any exercises that are presented in the book. Have conversations with people around you that you enjoy talking to about books you're reading. And by all means, if there is a targeted book study group where you know it will be enriching to, to you to take part, let alone the others, make time to join that. You will not regret it. Now, this is going to pour over into your writing skills. If you're willing to go on a journey with your reading, you have no idea the wonderful destinations you're going to come out with. But by doing so, if you are inspired to write, you're going to find that writing is so much easier. It is so much more fulfilling if you give the energy to reading that it deserves. When you are a writer and you want to have a rich experience, I'm going to suggest right now that you learn a lot about storytelling and following your guidance. We're going to talk more about this after the break. I also want to encourage you that you do not give your power to other people as the only authorities in your writing. Oh, what does this mean? If you're curious, please stay tuned. We're going to take one last break here. When we're going to come back, I'm going to tell you a little about my writing community and 
I'm going to give you 15 strong minutes on how to be the writer you want to be. Stay tuned. know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special simply go to coachdebbie.com that's coach d-e-b-b-y coachdebbie.com as a subscriber you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence welcome back to story you talk radio I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I help you express your words on paper in the form of a book, a blog, a brand, maybe a speech, maybe a screenplay, maybe a short work of fiction, maybe a memoir, who knows? If you want to get your words out on paper, I would love to help you with that. My email address is debbie at coachdebbie.com. That's spelled D-E-B-B-Y, debbie at coachdebbie.com. I want to tell you, if you are subscribed to my newsletter already, you're going to receive this very, very soon. If you're not, please do so. It's just www.coachdebbie.com. Once again, that's D-E-B-B-Y. When you sign up for the newsletter, you receive any discounts I have going on, and I've got a big one coming up. Usually, my six-month writing community is 2200 and this includes 14 one-hour coaching meetings with me and a nice group, and a lot of the material that you hear here on the show, but we go into a lot more depth. I've got a screen to show examples on. I can answer your questions when you put your hand in the air. Um, it's, it's very valuable. And there have been plenty of people that have gone on to publish books from that course. That is a $2,200 course. And I am offering it for half price for a very limited time if you sign up in the month of May. So this is May 2023. And I am only going to offer this for the first 25 people. So at that point, at 26, it's over. So if 25 people sign up in one day and you were sitting there thinking about it, I'm sorry, the offer is over. But right now, we have this available. The newsletter is going to come out shortly. And if it interests you, you can join the community. 
Like I was saying, it will be half price. If there's anything you want to add on to it, like one-on-one coaching with myself, if you would like to add on a retreat or a VIP session where I come to your city, those options will be available as well. And I just wanted to very quickly read to you just a couple of testimonials from people that were in that community. I started it uh, face-to-face a long time ago, and then I offered it in the early part of the pandemic online. So Michael, who is the creator of Voice for Chefs podcast, He will be on the show very soon. He wrote in in 2020 and said, we would not have been able to envision our launch without this valuable course by Coach Debbie. We hope to go on and reach the lives of those who love cooking and to get as many chefs out of the kitchen and in front of the microphone so their stories are known. I feel exhilarated just beginning this process. Thank you, Coach Debbie, for letting me know that my words are available to me. And that's from Michael. We had another one from Annette. She is an image consultant in the area who said, After this course, I feel confident in ways I couldn't have imagined to share my story. In my world, the visuals are so important. I had never considered how my words would impart others to uplift their image and be their best. This has accelerated my business, but also helped me feel confident where I used to say, words just are not my thing. And that's from Annette. She is a image consultant here in the Seattle area. If you'd like to learn more about her, go to AnnetteBond.com. She is the owner of Definitive Style, AnnetteBond.com. Finally, I want to share this one with you. Uh... This was a situation where I apologize that I cannot reveal the person's name, uh, but it is someone that it's possible you've read this person's books. She now has three books out. I did a lot of um, her editing in the early part. And one of the things she says here is, I wish to acknowledge Debbie Handrich in this book because without her help, I would not have found my voice. My success began with the help of ghostwriters. It is with the helping hand of Debbie's editing, as well as her personal community, where I learned to craft my own words. I see this book going into the world to serve others, and I know that it has already served ways immeasurably for the rest of my days. Oh, that made me happy. And there was a little clause in our contract where um, I could not divulge the names of some. So just be patient with me on that. But these are some of the things people have said by going through the community. 
And like I said, it is on half price for the first 25 people. We will cap out at a low number. There won't be 5,000 people in there. <laughs> I promise you. There won't even be 100 people in there. Um, but probably somewhere uh, somewhere around the middle of June, we will have our very first class, and it will take you through the end of the year. And right now, half price, first 25 people. Watch for that newsletter. That's the only way to get the news. If you're not signed up, go to CoachDebbie.com. And it's D-E-B-B-Y. Just put in your first name and your email address, and you will get the links to get that class at half price. Thank you. Now, you might say, now, why do you not advertise that more publicly? Well, because I want people that are really willing to invest in themselves. And honestly, when you make someone go to your website and put in their name and their email, they think twice if they want to receive an offer or not. And I want to work with people that truly feel that this is their time to receive a great offer and go forward. Now, let's talk just a little bit more about these secret destinations of your book. Because if you are investing yourself as a reader, you are prepared to begin to invest yourself as a writer. I want to go over some things that my writers learn to do. One is we focus highly on the idea that your guidance is doing a lot of the writing. It's not your mind that sits there and hangs out with the critic all day long. You've graduated from that. Your guidance is doing the writing. This is the part of you that desires being a storyteller and wants to put your message out there. I show you how to do this. Real, um, not real, real's not the word I meant, but a quality experience comes from writing from a story that moves you. I also help people understand that you have certain strengths that you have already developed and you have some that you desire to develop. This is part of getting into the writing process. I help you take adequate time, but not unnecessary time at the computer to do your writing or on paper to do your writing. I'm someone who does a lot of my writing on paper. But we have to start to figure out what adequate time is. Most people think it's a six or eight hour day on their writing. If you can do that, all the more power to you. I can't even come close. So it's not what I teach. I show people how to start with 12 minutes. We build up to 30 minutes. And when you're ready, you go on to an hour. If you choose to write for more than that, it's totally, totally up to you. But taking adequate time, like one hour at a time, really engaging in your own storytelling, really letting your guidance be the one that's writing, you are going to find you have plenty to say that many, many people want to read. 
I also help you understand that when you get into the process and you're really feeling a certain love for what you're producing, you write very well. I show you how to be collaborative with the others in my group. And it it's for some people that are very, very introverted, the collaboration is minimal but effective. And for those that are very extroverted, there are many opportunities for a lot of collaboration. We also get into what is your higher calling and how it helps humanity to write these stories and ideas down. What I like about my program is I take you away from some of what I dare say called hype around how people might write a book. For example, there's plenty of people that might invest in a ghostwriter because they just don't want to spend their time letting the stories come through them. There are plenty of people that will invest in a ghostwriter and actually do some of the storytelling and then surrender to a ghostwriter to fill in all the regular gaps. I don't recommend that. I understand why some people will say, I just, I need to save the time. I don't have the the mind and the discipline to stick with it. I get that. But in my program, I teach you to give up the notion that you need anyone else to write this for you. If you are planning on hiring a ghostwriter, I'm not saying you can't take my program and get benefit, but I have designed it so that wherever you are with your writing, you will not need someone to do the writing for you. I encourage you to move away from paraphrasing a lot of known material that people before you have published and make your material your own. For example, I really help you quote and give credit to those before you that have done work in a particular area where you don't need to sit down and reinvent the wheel. It's now time for you to make reference to that wheel, quote something about that wheelhouse, and get into your own stories and your own teachings and your own strengths. Make your book your own. That's something I feel like I'm really good at, and I would love to show you how this is done. I also help you understand at what point you need professional editing and where you never want to outsource editing in such a way that your editor takes over your project instead of supports your project. So what I'm hoping you're gathering from today's conversation is that there are many ways to write There are many ways to read. And if we go for the high quality aspects of reading and writing, you're going to have the book you want. It is in the skimming, in just the minimal note taking, the checking out early, the outsourcing to others, giving up your power. It's in that stuff 
where we just start to feel like some sort of copycat that's never going to finish the writing project. My program is all about helping you have a clear, thoughtful, cohesive relationship with your brain so that it can calm down and not interfere so that your guidance can come through as a storyteller. When you do this, there are secret destinations for your books. Not only will they get into the hands of people you couldn't have even imagined, but there will be people that are going to want to be around your influence that you couldn't have imagined. There are people that are going to be making requests for your presence. There are going to be people that would like to speak to you about offers that you couldn't have even imagined. Writing a book, when you do it well, is like creating a massive vision board. It is one of the reasons I have spent so much energy teaching people how to write because I want people to live into the visions that they have. Even if you're like me and you have more books stashed away that you refer to and you give out as little bits of information as a time, then you have as published copies out in the world. Even then, the fact that you put your words on paper, you have a resource you can always go to and you can always elevate in any way you want and use that writing out in the world as you feel called, as you desire. There is no rule that says once you write, you must in a traditional way publish. You can use your writing any way you want. And I encourage you, use it to support humanity. Use it to inspire others. And you're going to find, my friends, there are all kinds of secret destinations that you love that your book took you to. Oh, I hope you are enjoying the things I bring to you. I am here every Thursday. We offer new topics every single week. It is a delight that you come along with me. Until next week, my friends, namaste. Namaste.